This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to a new edition of the Cards Cast, a college baseball version of the Cards Cast. I'm Cardinal Authority Senior Writer Michael McCammon. Excited to bring in our guest here in just a few moments. He's the managing editor of D1Baseball.com. Kendall Rogers is going to jump in and give us his thoughts on how he thinks Louisville and Dan McDonald's squad is performing uh, this far in the season. He did have an opportunity to see them up close and personal down in Houston for the Shriners Children's College Classic, which was an event that obviously Louisville swept and impressed many across the country with what they have at the plate on the field and on the mound. Uh, so looking forward to getting Kendall's thoughts on the Cardinals season through 20 games. Now Cardinals 18 and two following a win over Western Kentucky on Tuesday night. And for the 14th time uh, in 20 games, they had double digit hits. I mean, think about that. These guys know how to put the bat on the ball and it's not just the top of the order. I mean, it's, it's one through nine where they're getting productivity. I mean, when, when you look statistically at this Louisville offense, you currently have two regulars that uh, officially meet the minimum requirements to 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 be in the official statistics. Jack Payton, All-American catcher, you know, leading the Cardinals with a 443 average, tied for team lead with 18 RBIs. JT Benson, one of the many great stories for this lineup this season. He's a guy that was expected to kind of break out last year, but injuries slowed him. He just was limited to just 14 starts and here he is now getting an opportunity to shine and, and he is shining at 422 average at the plate. And then one of the things I think is really notable is how many new faces are also up here, guys that are hitting above 300. Patrick Forbes, a freshman. Eddie King Jr., second-year freshman that redshirted last year. Ryan McCoy, a junior college uh, transfer. Gavin Killen, another freshman. I mean, these are guys that uh, are new faces to this everyday roster of Louisville, and they're making a significant impact. Christian Napchek, another All-American uh, at shortstop, hitting 300 on the season. So this is an offense – that can really do some damage no matter where you are sitting in the order. It's interesting. We were talking to Will Cook. He had his first home run as a Cardinal uh, against Western Kentucky, a three-run shot that went 450 feet. Chatting with him after the game, we were talking about you know the depth of this lineup, and it's not just guys in that starting rotation. I mean, we've already seen multiple times where Dan McDonald brings somebody off the bench and you know slots them into a DH position or somewhere you know another spot on the field to give somebody a rest, and and boom you know, they do well, like Will Cook. And we were ch uh, chatting with him uh, after his big outing, reached base every single time against Western Kentucky, which included a couple of walks. You know, we were talking about that depth, and, you know, he kind of laughed. He's like, you know, when the season started, I was batting ninth. You know, and he was batting fifth when he had, you know, the three-run home run against the Hilltoppers. And and we've seen that. Logan Beard has been uh, hovering around the bottom of the lineup and giving Louisville a lot of power 
at the at that spot in the in the uh, in the lineup. You I mean guys got t- tied for the team lead with four, 18 RBIs, has four home runs, you know, hitting 262. I mean, so you're got you've got a guy, you know, no matter where you are, one through nine, that Louisville offense is pretty dangerous. And here's something else a little bit more about that Louisville offense. It's it's really starting to take attention through the first 14 games of the season. Louisville, which is known through Dan McDonald's tenure as a program, as a team that loves to get on the bases and, and create havoc by stealing bases, through the first 14 games, the Cardinals only had 12 stolen bases. That's that's a pretty low number for Dan McDonald's team. Through the last six games, they've swiped 26 bases. Yeah, they're finding the groove on the base pass, that's for sure. And it's certainly much more than just the offense from Louisville. Uh, down in Houston, it was the starting pitching that really grabbed the headlines and We've seen now strength in the starting pitching. We're, we're seeing strength uh, out of the bullpen as well. So there's a lot of positives for Dan McDonald's team, now ranked as high as number two, uh, where they sit in the collegiate baseball newspaper rankings. D1 Baseball has moved them up now. They, they climbed two more spots following the uh, weekend series win over Georgia Tech. D1 Baseball now has the Cardinals at number six. So, again, a lot of strengths for Dan McDonald's team. Certainly looking like a team that can make another serious run and try to get Louisville to Omaha for its sixth appearance in the College World Series. With that, let's bring on D1 Baseball Managing Editor Kendall Rogers stepping into the Cards cast and appreciate his time. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Excited to bring in our guest, Kendall Rogers, the managing editor at D1Baseball.com. Louisville certainly off to another great start to the season. Again, finds themselves amongst the elite. Number six in the latest poll from D1 Baseball. They've been climbing steadily as the season has progressed. Uh, Kendall, your first thoughts initially, obviously Louisville when they went down to Texas for the Shriners College Classic, which we'll dig into a little bit more, but kind of caught everybody's attention. But your your initial thoughts on how Louisville's season's going so far. Well, I think, you know, I think a couple of years ago, I kind of I kind of go back to a couple of years ago, and I thought that was kind of a, a big moment for this program. Um, it, they kind of experienced something they haven't experienced in a long time, uh, especially with, with Mac, and that's missing the postseason. I just feel like this program ever since that point 
has been playing with something to prove. They're playing with a chip on their shoulder. And, and, and what's interesting, this isn't a program that really has to play with a chip on its shoulder. Like, it, you know, everybody has a great deal of respect for Louisville. But, I mean, this is a program that feels like they constantly now have something to prove. And a lot of that is just, you know, just Max mentality. Just That's just the way he is. But I feel like this team has just played really well and really, really dialed in so far this year. You know, when I saw him in Shriners and you were there, but, I mean, you know, from the get-go, I, you know, I, I kind of think back to when they played A&M on that Friday in that Super Regional rematch, and, you know, the Astros are sitting there playing the Super Regional highlight video, like Louisville's whole team's on the railing watching it. And what do they do? They come out there, and, I mean, they dominated A&M. I mean, they could have probably won that game 20-1 to if they really wanted to. And I just think that right there is kind of a microcosm of what this team's all about. Um, you know, obviously, they're not a finished product. Nobody's a finished product in, you know, the middle of March. Yeah. But I think when you look at this team overall, they're they're very good defensively for the most part. Um, they're very offensive. They've got a lot of balance offensively. And even on the mound, I mean, I know a lot of people were like, oh, you know, Greg Ferone struggled over the weekend. But, I mean, Carson Liggett continues to throw well. I know Ryan Hawks, you know, didn't have great overall numbers. But, you know, I think you, with Ryan Hawks last week, I think you have to dig beyond the numbers a little bit. Because, I mean, like, yeah, he gave up some runs. But, I mean, I actually like the fact that he struck out seven and didn't walk anybody. So, yeah, he gave up some hits. But he also had pretty good command for the most part. So, uh, you know, I do think Louisville overall, which was kind of the question mark with those with those guys coming this season, um, you know, on the mound, I think they have a lot of weapons on the mound. It's just a matter of like, hey, how do you want to kind of set it all up? And so uh, I loved what I saw from this team in Shriners. Obviously, they had one little stinker against Georgia Tech, but they rebounded nicely. So they're in a really, really good position right now. And it's not surprising to see this program back on track. I mean, Mac is is one of the best that will ever coach college baseball, and he's done a great job. Yeah, you know, and it's it's interesting, you know, coming into the season, I think you guys and many others felt the same way as we did, you know, as Louisville entered the season, thinking back to last year, you know, they had a kind of a roller coaster year on the mound and there was a lot of question marks on how they would perform and and rightfully so, and Dan McDonald would agree with you there, you know, they need to figure out and become more consistent on the mound. Yeah. And I think that's that's become one of their answers this year is what's helped them, I guess, maybe take another step, at least to this point, than they were last year is they are getting some better production on the mound. They are. And I think the other thing I like about this team, too, is, you know, if you look at Louisville overall, I mean, they don't, you know, you look at Carson Lickett's numbers and you're going, okay, well, you're, you're saying they don't have, like, a frontline guy. But, I mean, if you look at Ron Hawks and Carson Liggett, like, you know, it's not like you're you're throwing Chase Dolander at Tennessee or Paul Skeens at LSU out there on a Friday night. Uh, that's not a disrespect to those guys. But, like, they're not, um, you know, they're not all-American starting pitchers. But – what they are is they, they are very solid starting pitchers. And I actually, to get to the, the greater point here, I actually really like the fact they've got a lot of good weapons, but not necessarily like that slam dunk first team All-American type. Because what that does is that doesn't like pigeonhole you into a situation to where you're you're like, oh, I've got a, you know, a bona fide ace dude. And I've got to stick with him, right? Because he is who he is. Well, no, Louisville's in a situation to where, you know what? If, you know, Ryan has a bad day or Carson or Greg has a bad day, you know, they can go to the bullpen and, and go to some really, really nice options. You know, Riley Phillips last year uh, pitched in some really big moments. Uh, you know, they've, they've got guys that have pitched in some massive moments throughout their career. And so I actually really like the fact they can kind of spread the wealth to a lot of different guys. I know it's a little unconventional in this day and age. I feel like a lot of teams, you know, you kind of want a – you know, a, a Friday guy that goes seven or eight. You want a Saturday guy that goes six or seven. You want a Sunday guy 
who goes six or seven. And, you know, Louisville is probably not going to do it that way most of the year, but they don't really have to. They've got a lot of depth. Yeah. You know, and another one of their factors is Tate Keener, a guy that, you know, yeah. used to starting now coming out of the pen and, and giving Dan another great arm out of the pen. And, you know, and, and like you said, it's still, you know, like everybody else, still a work in progress. So I am curious to see how they do progress, you know, this pitching yeah. staff particularly from now, uh, you know, until we start talking about, you know, the postseason. Well, yeah, and here's another good point, too. And I like, I, I, you know, I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but like the other thing I really like about this, too, is you, you brought up a great point with Keener is when you look at the postseason, you know, I'm looking way ahead here, but like when you're in a regional, when you have a pitching staff loaded with guys who have had multiple roles, that's really, really beneficial. That is a luxury to, because all of a sudden now, like you just mentioned, all of a sudden now, if you're on a Monday to regional and you're like, oh man, we like, we need to find somebody who can start. Well, like take Keener and Riley Phillips and all these other guys, like mm-hmm. they have started big games before. So I, I actually, I think that's a huge luxury once you get in the postseason to have guys who have, who have had to start in big situations. Again, we're joined by Kendall Rogers, D1 Baseball's managing editor. Uh, and Kendall, when you when you look on the other side, when you look at the plate, obviously Louisville, you know, throughout McDonald's tenure has had a, a pretty good yeah. offense. They, they love to swing the bat. They love to run. Um, and that's the case again this year. I mean, you look at Jack Payton, you know, one of the top catchers mm-hmm. in the country, just consistently doing it day after day after day, hitting, like you know, almost 430 right now on the season. Um, and when you look at a guy like that, I mean, he, he seems like one of those guys that's clearly going to end up on Louisville's All-American wall out in the outfield oh there's no doubt i mean to me to me him and uh, christian are, are slam dunk all americans right now i mean i you know i get that christian's uh you know the average has dipped a little bit since the first couple of weeks but i mean you talk about a phenomenal defender and you know when you look at jack he is the kind of just the the next guy on a list of outstanding backstops in, in louisville history and, and outstanding players you know you think back to the to the advancements that guys like will smith made in that program when you look at what he's now doing at the professional level, like Jack Payton is that next guy. Like he's just an ultra talented guy. And frankly, it doesn't surprise me because, you know, I covered his his brother Mark uh, back in the day at Texas. And like, I love that dude in Texas. Like he, you know, he wasn't the, you know, he wasn't like an athletic specimen. Like you didn't look at him and go, oh man, I mean, he just looks like a premier prospect. But what he was, was an, an insanely hardworking player, insanely hard, you know, hard nosed kid. And that allowed him to make some pretty big advancements at the plate. And he ended up being a premier player by the time he left Texas. And so, you know, as they say, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree, did not fall too, you know, too far from the tree for Jack Payton. So I thought he looked phenomenal at Shriners and uh, he just continues to have a great year. Yeah. And what's interesting when you look at the stats, I pulled up Louisville's, you know, offensive stats right now. And, you know, you've got a guy, JT Benson, who's their second top hitter right now, who's kind of never really got his footing until this year. Last year dealt with some injuries. And then behind them, I mean, you got some new faces in Patrick Forbes, Gavin Keelan, Eddie King Jr. He was here last year, but redshirted, didn't play. Ryan McCoy, a junior college transfer. And that's kind of what McDonald and his staff have done. They've been able to, you know, yeah. recruit, you know, all levels to kind of plug and play almost. Well, what's really interesting, and, and Dan really harped on this, I thought, in Houston quite a bit, but like he, he does not want to be known as a lineup that, okay, you know, it's kind of like I kind of look back at like LSU last year. You know, they had Dylan Cruz and guys like that that like the top five. But, like, once you got past the four or five hole, you're like, oh, man, and, you know, I'm smooth sailing here. Well, Dan's whole whole thing is, like, he he does not want teams to have a, the ability to, to breathe. And so, you know, when you can throw guys like Logan Beard and Ryan McCoy 
wherever you want that lineup and you really don't skip a beat for the most part. I mean, we talk about luxury. I mean, that just that's just so much stress on a pitcher. And so I love that. I, I love having that offensive balance more so than having, let's say, a three-hole hitter that's, you know, hitting 390 with, you know, 16 bombs. But the rest, you know, you know, once you get past in the lineup, it's not great. So I've I, I love the balance. I've always wanted to have an approach from Dan's standpoint. Well, when you look at the the national statistics, Louisville's turn, uh, team batting average three twenty two, top twenty five nationally. Currently, the pitching staff top fifteen with a three two, the three point two one ERA. I mean, so they're getting it done on, on both sides of the ball. But when you look at those numbers, something you also see is a lot of ACC teams right around there as well. And you look at the D one baseball top twenty five, what six teams mm-hmm. from the ACC currently in there as well i mean year after year i mean it's that and the sec are the really the leagues that kind of dominate the sport your thoughts on how the acc is looking at this point it's looking really really good and it's looking very competitive just top to bottom i mean what's really funny is i was kind of giving you know aaron fit with with our crew a hard time because you know last year you know he picked virginia tech last in the league and they ended up posting a super regional yeah. This year he picks Boston College last in the league, uh, and they're sitting at you know fourteen and three overall. They've got series yeah. wins over, you know they they won a game against Tennessee. They you know they've got you know a couple of big series wins already. So uh, you know Mike Gambino's done a really nice job. So really, if you look at the the ACC, I mean you're you're looking at you know at the Atlantic, you're looking at Louisville. I mean Wake Forest is a very very balanced. You know the real differentiator for me with between them and maybe UL right now is just, you know, having a guy like Rhett Louder on the front end of that rotation, you know, you know, very well could be the number two or number three pitcher in college baseball right now. Uh, you know, the, the Atlantic has some teams like Florida State, NC State, Clemson that still have some some holes and still have some questions to answer. I, I do like NC State's offense, but this is now back-to-back weeks after, you know, a week non-conference schedule. They've kind of scuffled in ACC play, so they need to rebound. Florida State has kind of scuffled here recently. You know, and Eric Backett, who, you know, Louisville fans are very familiar with in Michigan, uh, he's gotten off to just an okay kind of average start at uh, at Clemson. Uh, the, the Coastal, you know, Duke is much improved this year. You know, they kind of had a, you know, little weird year last year. But, uh, you know, they kind of rebounded. Georgia Tech, as you saw, is – I mean, you kind of never know what to expect, right? Like, <laughs> I feel like Georgia Tech's like a totally different team every day. Yeah. Like one day you're like, oh man, these guys are going to be at Omaha. The next day you're like, man, they might not make a regional. Uh, it's just kind of wash and repeat with those guys. And you know, you look at uh, you know Virginia, and Miami. You know, I've been impressed with Miami the last couple of weeks. You know, granted they've been at home, but uh, they played a really nice brand of baseball. And Virginia for me ha- has been a surprise. I mean, I thought they, I thought Virginia would be a top twenty, top kind of fifteen to twenty type of team, but uh, I mean, they've been elite. And the big reason for that is you know Nick Parker and Brian Edgington on the mound have been very, very good. And, like, they don't have overwhelming stuff, but they really command the zone well. They've got really good pitchability. And so, you know, to see Virginia sitting at 17-2, and two, that's been pretty impressive. Again, we're joined by Kendall Rogers, D1 Baseball's managing editor. If, if you don't frequent D1Baseball.com, I highly recommend that you do. Uh, and it's considered the subscription services they have. It keep you in tune to everything that's going on across college baseball. Last question, or last, I guess, topic of conversation, we'll call it that, sure. before I let you go. And obviously, we've mentioned Dan McDonald a lot. He recently picked up career wins 700. And, you know, and I think back to, you know, the years just prior to Dan McDonald coming here. And Louisville was a baseball program that had only been in the postseason once. 
uh, you know, wasn't really any a program to, to put fear in anybody. And as we've been talking here, and as you said, really at the beginning of the show, I mean, Louisville's a program that, you know, has put itself amongst the elite. I mean, just mm-hmm. what Dan McDonald has done at Louisville, taking a program from, from basically, I don't want to call it scraps, but from, from a place where, you know, they were on the outside looking in to where they're now, you know, consistently one of the top 10, 15 programs in the country. I mean, I would argue, so, uh, you know, I think back to coaches who have done the most with the least, and I'm not saying Louisville had no resources, but what I'm saying is that considering their history, you know, you think think of Pat Casey at Oregon State, what he did there to win two national cha- – or, you know, what, three national championships uh, with a program that literally had no history was incredible. Wayne Graham, when he did it right. Um, and you also look at what Dan McDonald's done at Louisville. I mean, this is a program that before he arrived, you know, they, they had had some okay – I think they, they had, what, one or one or two decent years in the Lila Prado. But, I mean, yeah. for the most part, like nobody cared about Louisville baseball in the city of Louisville. Uh, the, you know, I mean, it was not a – it was not an attraction. And so to go, especially in difficult conferences, tough conferences, but to go from a program with very little history – to a program that, you know, un- except for the one year, the aberration is literally a top 10 to 12 program every single year uh, is incredible. And for that reason, I think Dan will go down, you know, as one of the top five or six coaches in college baseball in the last like 30 years. Like, I think he's the thing about Dan is like, he's a great coach, but he's a great motivator of men. And I mean, if you look at Louisville's program, like there are some programs around the country that, you know, you follow them and like you know you're kind of seeing them run into to some issues and things like that off the field. Like I don't think I've ever heard of Louisville running to issues like that off the field. And so, like he is the like he is the complete product, and it's no surprise that you know he's he's ultra organized. He's a complete product, and there's no surprise that because of that, this program wins a lot. So I just you know he's one of those guys, and, and I throw him in the same discussion is like Dave Van Horn in Arkansas. He, him and Dave Van Horn are two guys that I would love to see win a national championship because I think they totally deserve it with what they've accomplished with their respective programs. Yeah, I mean, Dan McDonald has made Omaha a, a common phrase around Louisville, which is which is obviously quite a testament. And no yeah, it would be great, would be great, or will be great to see him when he does uh, yeah. finally get that uh, national championship at Louisville. <laughs> no question. No, it'd be, it'd be very cool and well-deserved. We look forward to, to being in Omaha for that, for sure. But, uh, Kendall, hey, appreciate your time. I know you guys are always busy moving around and got to get to different games, so I appreciate you taking some time with us here on the Cardscast. You got it, buddy. Y'all have a good one. All right, thank thanks you. a lot. Appreciate it. Once again, thank you to Kendall Rogers from D1 Baseball for joining us here in the Cardscast. And, you know, I'm not alone, and I know many of you feel the same way as I do. So does Kendall Rogers and a lot of the guys across the country taking notice of Dan McDonald's team as, as – we get in really get into the ACC play and and teams can start separating themselves between uh, you know who is the elite who's pretty good and and then the pecking order going down there and again Louisville eighteen and two on the season heading to Notre Dame this weekend for a three game series against the Irish uh, Notre Dame again sitting at ten and eight overall two and four in ACC play they have gone one and two in series against Georgia Tech one and two in a series more recently against Wake Forest. Uh, you got to like the Cardinals' chances of going up there uh, and doing well against the Irish. Friday's opener will begin at 8 p.m., uh, so make sure you see that Saturday 3 and Sunday at 1 o'clock. Uh, and then again next week, the Cardinals, their midweight game, is at Cincinnati before they return back home to the friendly confines of Jim Patterson Stadium. So again, thank you to Kendall Rogers from D1 Baseball. Make sure you do go check out D1Baseball.com. 
Great publication. We'll keep you up to date on everything across college baseball. They do fantastic work uh, over there at, uh, at D1Baseball.com. Uh, I check them out to multiple times a day myself. So make sure you check them out. So, again, appreciate Kendall Rogers for joining us here in the Cards Cast. For Cardinal Authority, I am senior writer Michael McCammon. Make sure you stick with Cardinal Authority for continuing baseball coverage throughout the season. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.